Hello, and welcome back to the Nerdcaster podcast. I'm your resident Nerdcaster, Joe, and with me again tonight, I have my wife, Lori. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Oh, okay, I guess it depends on when you're listening to this. Um, and this weekend, we're going to talk about what to buy for your the nerd in your family, your, your extended family, your nieces or nephews, and anybody else who you have no idea what to buy for. Friends, maybe. <laughs> So let's just jump right into it. Um, the first thing I'm going to bring up is, is something that I grew up with, and that's the NES Classic. Um, it's a, uh, it's a, a Nintendo uh, licensed device that allows you to play 30 Nintendo games. Um, they're built into the system. It allows to connect to any HDMI device, a like television or, or computer monitor, and you're on your way. There are some downfalls with this device, like the short cord that comes with it that everybody seems to be complaining about. And the fact that they are relatively hard to find. Um, I heard about this thing, but like, um, it's supposed to have how many games are supposed to come with it? There's 30 built-in games. And how many of those games? How many out of the 30 are actually good games? Uh, a lot of them. You get the whole Mario uh, series for that came out for the NES. You get uh, the Zelda, um, a link to the not a link to the past. That was SNES. The, the Zelda two. Um, there, there's a list of games we'll include in the show notes, but they're not bad. You, you get a Mega Man game at least. Yeah, I, I feel like every couple of years they're, they're always releasing like a new system or something like this. It's just like, you know, play 200 uh, old retro games or whatever. And uh, it's like, how many times do you want me to buy the, a Nintendo? Yeah. How but many times? Those weren't licensed by Nintendo, and how good were they? I mean, we own one that's similar for a Sega, and the controls on it were terrible. Yeah, but at the same time, like you had like. You know, you have the Wii and the Wii U, like you have the virtual console, and it's just like you just bought, you just spent all this money, like years, you know, granted, all this money, I mean, it's five bucks a pop, eight bucks a pop, or whatever, but you still, how many times does Nintendo want you to buy the same game over and over and over again? I, like, I, stop. I agree. I believe this this should be the end all of that for NES games, and it should ha have a network port at least or wireless built in so you can download from, a, again, another virtual console and get the older games. How much space do they take up? Most of them are K. Yeah, I mean, kilobytes. It, it's it just, I don't know. I just have a problem with it. Every time I see something like this, I just roll my eyes really, really hard. And so the, to get it for like the nostalgia reasons, it's like, you know, that's all fine and great. But, you know, if I pay for this game like once, like I shouldn't have to pay for it ever again. Like, I don't care what system it comes out for. I mean, unless they've done something different to the game. Like, I'm not talking about, like, you know, your your remasters or, or re-releases that have ex extra content or they have something else that I couldn't have before. No, I, I agree. I, I think this system is uh, um, kind of like Nintendo playing at people who are just going to throw money at them. Yeah, true. Um, again, I think it's, it's, it's a neat thing for kids today growing up that can't experience the old, older games that I used to play. Um, I do think this system has a save feature, which kind of annoys me a little bit. It was back in 1986 or 1985 when the system came out, you, you couldn't save. There was no such thing as saving, except for certain cartridges like Zelda. Yeah, so how are you going to feel when a nine-year-old walks up to you and says, like, I just beat Mega Man and, like, you know, it, it took me like two days. Fuck you, little boy. Right? Fuck you. Right? You're going to be mad. And yeah. Then you're going to get real pissed that you gifted this to them in the first place. <laughs> or Mike Tyson's punch out. Yeah, something like Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I think it's it's a neat little thing. I like the fact Nintendo came back out with the NES Classic controller for it. 
Um, again, the cord is a little short, so that's a little letdown. Um, they do sell extenders, so you can extend it. But again, now you got to throw more money at Nintendo. And it does only come with only one controller. So if you want to play two players or co-op, you need to spend an extra 10 bucks. That's bullshit. So final price on this, if you, if you want all that, is, well, I don't know how much the cord extenders cost, but it's $70 for two controllers, the system, 30 games. HDMI cable is included as well. Uh, I, I really hope I'm not getting that for Christmas. No. I, I'd like it to, to put it in the studio and have it as a showcase piece, but it's it's uh, not something I'm going to run out for. I'll wait till they become more readily available. Um, which brings us to the next thing on my list, a Raspberry Pi 3 kit. This is for the nerdiest of all nerds. This is a little microcomputer that you literally have to assemble yourself. I mean, it gives you the little motherboard, but you got to plug in an SD card and image it and do all this work to set it up in order for it to actually start running. Um, there are tons of tutorials on the internet in order to get it up and running. It's, it's not difficult if you can follow directions. It is definitely a good starting point, in my opinion, for teenagers or preteens who want to start learning programming or want to start building stuff with, with computers. It, it, it runs off a of Linux OS, so it's definitely different than Windows or Mac, where there's a, a predominantly big uh, user interface, a graphical user in- interface, like icons and stuff you can click. So there will be a lot more of them going into terminal windows to set this up. It, it is a, a, a definitely um, not for the f- your, your, your nerds who get frustrated out there at, at the simplest of things. These, these projects for this uh, do take time. Uh, and I mean, they got some great things you can do with this. You can make it a wireless print server if you have a USB printer. Um, you can create a motion detection system with it which is great if, if if the kid wants to see if anybody comes into his room while he's not home or at school. Um, can, uh, I mean, really, not that, I, would, I, would, I don't know if I'd give this to a child. I mean, maybe they'd be better at it than an adult. I mean, you know. Well, I'm talking like a, a teenager who's taking like um, programming courses or programming classes in, in school. Yeah, but and they're you, definitely interested. Would in you it. take this and give this to a friend of yours, like as a present? I have. I've given it to um, our, our good friend in Credibeard, uh, at one point in time, he loves them. He has, after giving him his first one, he, he went out and bought like three or four others. And he has them doing a bunch of things. They're, they're, they're neat. They're, they're, they're definitely fun to play with. I mean, I set up a jukebox on it and an FTP server on one of the ones I have. So it's definitely a tool for somebody who wants to get into networking or programming um, and definitely keeps them interested. And like I said, you can find any tutorials on how to set it up and other projects on the internet and Dare I say, if you're not going to go out and buy the NES Classic, you can even use this to create a similar device. While not licensed by Nintendo, I'm not going to get too deep into that, but it's not very hard to find on the on the Googles. How much does this thing run? That's 30 bucks For the kit? 30 to 35 If you get the full kit, um, depending on which kit you get, if they're really into electronics and programming and pins and IOs, the full kit can run you at like about a hundred bucks, but it does a hell of a lot more than the NES Classic if that's what we're comparing it to. But you can always swap SD cards, and each SD card could be a different thing for this device. And how much are SD cards? They're not that expensive. No, a couple bucks. Yeah. So the Raspberry Pi, I do own it. I do endorse it. I love them. I use them at work and in in, in home life. The next thing um, is something that I've been looking at for quite a few years. 
are custom-made lightsabers. There's plenty of people out there who are starting to build their own. I'm not that nerdy, I guess. I'm, I, I don't savvy. How I, about savvy? Yeah, I don't. I don't work with the electronics. Something about being electrocuted and and fire. Yeah, that's that's not for me. I'll I'll build you a computer any day of the week, and and I'll set it up from with any OS you want, including a Hackintosh or whatever. But I don't mess with electricity. And in this, you got to do the wiring and everything else. So that being said, where else do you find things that other people make and sell? Etsy. Yep. And if you don't want to go there and you prefer to go to someplace else to buy it, there is a site um, called Ultra Sabers. You can Google it, look it up, and all the links for everything we talk about will be in our show notes um, on our website. The only problem with Etsy is, um, I mean, it's not the only problem with it, but you still, you have those um, marketplaces that, you know, say that everything's like handmade or whatever, but they're like factory made and like these little sweatshops, you know, buyer beware. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I have never bought anything off of there. I don't know if you have. I bought a handful of things, and it's just like I haven't bought anything from Etsy that was um, bad or not what I expected. I've been very happy with every single purchase that I've made, but I also like I'll look into the um, the seller. You know what I mean? I'll Google the seller or just look for anything that's kind of out of the ordinary because it does it does happen to people. It's like you see this on a on Facebook, like some random article, like oh, I ordered a you know a a costume from from Etsy and then you know they have a picture of what they got and it's like a shower curtain yeah I mean I don't want to get too far off topic but I do want to say the other good thing about Etsy that I like is I like looking at people who are selling artwork on there especially video game art I've seen a lot of cool stuff on there for that too honestly I think video game art and which you know that's gonna that's going to vary in price like you can get prints you can get like postcards you can get you know full framed um pieces of art canvas paintings my opinion i think those make the best gifts because it's not something you know maybe somebody you know maybe they wouldn't buy it for themselves so i think that art makes a really really great gift you pick their favorite game you pick their favorite franchise a series maybe you get them three pieces so they can hang them side by side so anybody out there listening feel free to send me an email i'll I'll send you the studio address so you can send us some some etsy artwork and we'll hang it too bad you can't see it. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> um, I mean, that that's uh, the, the lightsabers is definitely a cool gift, but they range in price. They they are pretty expensive, anywhere from one hundred and thirty dollars for your basic one. And if you're going to model it after like Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader, some of them go up to five hundred. Three hundred is usually a good price uh, to to base that on. Uh, I wouldn't mind having one. I mean, you're not supposed to fight with them, but you two that people... That was my next question. Yeah, well, yeah, you two people say differently. There are people out there who have battled with them and posted it, and they do hold up. But on the websites, they'll tell you not to... They're not bad already. <laughs> and I think that's more so you don't hurt yourself or someone else. And um, if you really want to get crazy, and you really want to buy somebody something, any virtual reality device... Those are pretty expensive. I don't have prices for all of them. I know the PlayStation VR goes for about 500 if you get the full kit. Um, and I know that the Vive, depending on your computer, goes for almost 1000 bucks, which is the absolute best one. Um, I have used it. I do enjoy it. I'm not going to go into detail because we will talk about that more on a later show. But uh, any of the VR stuff is pretty cool. I've never used the Samsung one, or is it HTC? 
HEC Vive, I think. No, the HEC is the Vive. Then yeah. the Samsung one with the phone that you put in front of your face. I've never used that one. Um, to me, if you're going to go out, that is probably the cheapest of all of them, but it doesn't do motion controls with the hands or anything. You just get to look around and see things. Um, I'm not happy with the commercials on that because they don't actually like show you what's inside. And I know with the Vive and other devices, you could stream what you're seeing. So I don't understand how they don't have screenshots or at least some video of what it looks like with that thing on your head. And to me, that kind of makes me a little nervous. VR is VR, and right now it's kind of in its baby stages, so I'm pretty sure it's not that bad for what we get. Um, again, prices vary on that depending on what you need and, and your setup. So let's move on to uh, some TVs or movies or books that you can use as gifts. First thing that I know, um, Lori, you've read is The Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. What do you think about that being uh, a gift? You know, I, I think um, a lot of fans may... I mean, not have went out and purchased this book because you know it's not officially it's not you know it's part of the the main the main franchise I guess um, I know I was kind of hesitant to buy it I actually didn't even buy it until I went to the airport and I was like I need something to read and I'm like ah, I might as well read this right um, I was very surprised at how good it was I really enjoyed it. Um, it it's it's a play so again you can't re- go into it thinking like you're reading a full length novel it's a very short read it'll take you about two hours if that for somebody like me who reads slow because i don't read very fast and the fact that it is more like a play setup where you got to read the person's name and what they say that usually takes me a little longer to read how long is the book like 200 300 pages more than that i do not remember I, i just know that it took it took about two hours a solid time um it is not a book that you can give somebody who's never read any of the Harry Potter books. It would just be confusing so as shit. It's for the Harry Potter fan who hasn't in there, who doesn't have it in their collection, right? And if they, if you know, they want to collect it, <clears throat> I don't think it's a bad buy. I think it's pretty. It's you know, it's it's at a pretty low price point. So you know, if you're just throwing that out there for a Harry Potter fan, you know they haven't read it. Um, you know, yeah. get them the hard copy. I think it's worth the hard copy purchase, personally. It's not something that you can just download on iBooks or... Excuse me. Yeah, if they're a Harry Potter fan, they're definitely going to want a physical copy of it. I know I do. Um, And now we have one. But I have not read it yet, so it does pique my curiosity. Does it feel like a J.K. Rowling writing? Oh, she didn't write it. I know that. That's what I'm asking. Does it feel like it fits in there? Like it's, it's in her style? Uh, I wouldn't say it's in her style. It definitely captures... The Harry Potter universe, but I don't think, you know, because you have different main characters, I mean, Harry's still a main character, you know, you know I'm, I'm not going to like go into the the, plot the, play, or the play or the plot like over much, but like his, you know, his kid is really a main character. Um, I didn't mind that it was a slightly different style. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's, it, it still reminded me of J.K. Rowling, but it had its own like kind of characteristics to it too that I enjoyed. It's not something I would say like, oh, well, she didn't write it. I'm not going to read it. Um, that was well done. Nice. So, I mean, that pretty much uh, has my that. That's pretty much everything I got for for holiday gift giving. Do you have any any other things you'd like to add? Um, <clears throat> just a couple of small things. If you're, you know, it's like a small, you know, small gifts. You're looking for something that's like under twenty bucks, and you're not really looking. I mean, who's going to buy a, a friend or just a, a VR setup unless you're just, you know, loaded, in which case you're a very nice friend and you can definitely be friends with me. Um, <laughs> well, I, I don't know if all these gifts have to be for friends. They can be for, you know, your nieces or nephew. And I you, would, I'm sorry. Um, 
I really hope they're not listening to this, but I would never do that. No, I wouldn't do that either. Not not with how much those go for. But I mean, if you're a parent looking for something for your 13, 14, 15, 16 year old kid, probably 16. Well, when you were a kid, I mean, would you ask your parents for a thousand dollar system? How much money? I mean, they would know I wanted it. I don't think I'd ask for it. They would know you wanted it. I'm sorry. My parents, uh, my dad, you know, I, I grew up, my dad got me PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation, okay, no, just the 1 and 2. I got old enough to buy my own 3. But 64, Sega Genesis, like, my parents bought that for me for every Christmas. I got games. I had a great system. And it wasn't $1,000. It wasn't $1,000, but it also wasn't 2016 when those came out. So, I mean, I don't know about price deflation and inflation it is and all not that, that inflated <laughs> it is not the it is not the same thing i'm um, just saying all right you don't agree with the vr i feel like you know when you're buying for your significant other usually i want to say that people spend the most money when they're doing that when they have the most so disposable. buy it for your nerdy boyfriend or fiance i'm just saying like you make some pretty good money um you have the most disposable income at you know certain points in your life, and I, I would say usually just from what my friends or just anybody else I've talked to, usually the most amount of money is spent on their significant other, pretty early in the relationship or pretty late, depending on how like, you know how long you actually stick together. But um, um, back to the cheaper gifts, I think you know any game cards work. League of Legends, um, if you're Steam. into that, Steam. Um, PlayStation 4. Yeah, PlayStation or PlayStation Network. Um, whatever Xbox is, is, I really don't care because I hate Xbox. And um, Tell us how you really feel in a later show. <laughs> yeah, Xbox Live. Okay, so you got, what, you got Xbox Live. You got pretty much anything. You can buy them at Rite Aid, CBS, whatever. You can whatever. get Facebook game cards and stuff like that. So oh, that- can we? I'm sorry. Can we just never, ever, ever bring that up ever again? Sure. But, I'm um, just saying. It exists. Yeah. Those are really easy gifts. Uh, iTunes even. Uh, Google Play. I haven't met any of the single person who's been upset by receiving one of those. So pretty good to go. Um, Crunchyroll subscriptions for those anime fans out there. I think that would be really appreciated. They run like, I think, six ninety nine or seven ninety seven ninety nine a month. No commercials, high resolution. You can you get the um Can you download from that simulcast like, to watch offline? No, I don't think so. Huh. I know Netflix just announced that. Yeah. Um, which is pretty dope, but I don't think Crunchyroll has that yet. Um, but they have the simulcast, so whenever um, a lot of the new seasons, um, the fall anime lineup season, you can, uh, as soon as they release in Japan, you pretty much get them on Crunchyroll, which is pretty nice. Um, if you're not a premium uh, subscriber, you have get to like wait. a week after or I don't day think after you even get them. I, I wonder. Wow. I, I have to double check that. I just, I've never, I've always paid but for it, so. For somebody who watches anime, there's enough on there where you've not seen all of them, and it, there's a a huge collection of stuff to watch. There is, but sometimes it's hard to leave through. They've got a lot of crap on there. Um, they have a few really, really good titles, but also like a lot. You know, if you're really, really bored, you can uh, you can kind of scroll through. But actually, the fall season, I'll get into this in another episode, but uh, a lot of really good shows came out in the, this fall, and I actually was very, not surprised, but delighted, I guess, the quality of shows that came out this fall. Um, and... I guess after all that, you if you're not going to, you know, no country roll, no um, game cards, whatever, you can always just go with the typical, you know, dinner and movie. Yeah. Uh, mostly the movies, all the movies that are coming out. Um, 
there's a, there's a lot, uh, especially like, I mean, depending on when you're given the gift, there's Assassin's Creed coming out, Rogue One, that's this year. But the next year, there, there's a plethora of, uh, of movies with, with superheroes that I know I'm definitely going to see them, so uh, this gift would work for me. Uh, between Wonder Woman and, and Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor Ragnarok, the new Spider-Man Homecoming, which the trailer was just released. Awesome trailer. If you haven't seen it, check it out on YouTube. Who keeps a gift card until next November if you get it at Christmas? We do. We've done it. Yeah, if we lost it and then found it randomly in a bookshelf somewhere or like, oh, hey, there's this random envelope sitting on my desk. Oh, shit. There's a gift card in here. Yeah, we've done that multiple times. You know, times. I'm not going to hold on to a gift card for 11 months. Uh, I will if I know that I'm going to go see a movie that I want to <laughs> see. I'm not going to use it for something I don't want to see. <laughs> it's called a free movie, man. And then all I got to do is pay for dinner. Touche. Touche. Yeah. And um, that's all I have. You got anything else you want to add? No. Uh, you know what? Uh, everybody have a happy holiday. you probably hear from us again releasing a few more shows before Christmas um, or, you know, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Um, Enjoy. Stay safe. Uh, remember to find us at www.nerdcaster.com on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdcaster. Our Twitter handle is at nerd underscore caster. And on Instagram, it's nerdcaster. Uh, you can find, you can email me at joe at nerdcaster.com. Um, I'm Lord QX4 on the PlayStation and the Nintendo uh, Wii U. Do you want to plug anything? Um, you can find me on Twitter at London Riley, L O N D O N R E I L L Y, and the same exact handle for my um, PSN. And you know, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. And uh, if you guys haven't read any of the articles on the website, check out. Um, some of those we went. I went to an esports tournament. That's up there. I'd like to give a special thanks to Master Hand Gaming for streaming it. it he did a great job. Um, and that—that's all we got for this week. Nerdcaster out.